Welcome to the Kendi and Rainbow Podcast, episode 64, recorded in Kendi's box room. Welcome to the Kenya Rainbow Spooktacular Deluxe Extravaganza Halloween Special. I forgot all about that. Just Halloween, boy. I had no clue at all. I was trying to set the air in the room. Yeah, you finally set the air with the fart you let out there. <laughs> 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 and we had set the air lovely. Halloween, Ray. Marvellous. We were just talking about Halloween to start with, didn't so? Well, I just thought we'd set the mood with a bit of Halloween, like, because, hmm. do you know, I saw, the, I saw the, beginning, the beginnings of it at the weekend. What, the Christmas decorations out to shops? <laughs> no, the feckin' Halloween slutty decorations on young ones walk around Killarney. Oh, way. See, that's the thing about Halloween. So, like, Sunday night was obviously the bank holiday, so most of them used that as their night that they went out, like, you know? Okay, yeah. We were gigging abroad in Killarney, and I saw every class of young <laughs> one. Like, the thing about fellas is, right? Mm. When it comes to Halloween, fellas can either go as, like, a superhero or a ghost. Maybe. Yes. Maybe Frankenstein, you know, if they're going for us. Yeah. But like women have all the options in the world, Ray. Well, they've all the supergirls and the Wonder Women's. They can go as slutty nurses, slutty doctors, <laughs> slutty priests, slutty nuns, slutty devils, slutty pumpkins, slutty teachers, slutty preachers, slutty creatures, slutty cats, slutty dogs, slutty fairies, slutty Harley Quinn, slutty pirates, slutty scientists, slutty little red, red riding hood, and a slutty sailor. They can go as whatever they want. They every option under the sun. That was just a load of things and you put the word slutty in front of it. That's what the Halloween costumes are list, for young Give ones. me that list again without slutty. Nurse, doctor, priest, nun, <laughs> devil, pumpkin, teacher, preacher, creature, cat, dog, fairy, hardy, quinn, pirate, scientist, little red riding, candy, sailor. You're right. Slutty does add a lot to it. But that's what they are, Ray. It's not, <laughs> I'm not adding the slutty list. The women that are adding the slutty list to but us. How do they add the slutty? Uh, it has, they have to wear a short skirt. Right. And it has to be a V cut on, on top of the cans. Okay. Fair play to the young ones that go out and they don't, they just go with something that's funny, like. Yeah. The rest of them are going, I can't wait to get the two cheeks out. <laughs> There's also a small, small section of society that actually make an effort and dress up like something horrible. Something savage. Yeah. Something actually scary. Yeah, the Katie Cassidy's of this world. Yeah. Who she, dresses up like something you'd see in a horror movie. You wouldn't recognise her every Halloween. No way. You'd be scared of her. No, like you'd go, I don't know if that's her or not, or did that just crawl out of my granny's grave? <laughs> what happened to the side of her face? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she makes a good effort at it. And the thing, like, it works for fellas too, because why are fellas going around dressed as superheroes? Hey, there's nothing scary about Superman with his little quiff. <laughs> like, what's scary about that? You'd wonder why superheroes... Do you know what I went as one time, right? Huh? Mark Knopfler. <laughs> Mark Knopfler of... Um, Tire straight. Tire straight. All I could hear. All I, could hear I put on a suit jacket and a headband to say, I'm Mark Doffler. <laughs> Derek went to John Tavulta one time. Why would you go with John Tavulta? Well, sometimes he can be scary. Remember that film Face Off? Was he in that? Was he? He was. He was scary in that. Yeah, but he went to John Tavulta, man, dressed as. If yeah. Elvis had a baby with John Tavulta, that's what Derek went to one year. <laughs> I mean, not scary about that. True. Is it dress up for Halloween, like? Um, <laughs> we had an interesting experience there in the house there a couple of days ago. Go on. Um, Sean's Riley yeah. dropped a load of change into the toilet. Right. Mm. What's this to do with Halloween? Well, it's talking <laughs> for money done the cheap way. <laughs> Bobbing for coins, he Bobbing was doing. Well, it's, it's quite hard to get the face down, like. Do you know, you have to go right in there now to get that 50 cent of the euro coin that he left go down there. 
Was he counting his money while he was having his eyes? <laughs> just fall out of his pockets the whole time. There's more. There's more tracks to bottoms, you know. There's no security in them at all. Oh, for God's sake. But Ray, anyway, it got me thinking, right? Mm-hmm. Back to the Halloween stuff. Yep. Kendi's top five favourite horror movies. Marvellous. I won't have seen any of these now. You'll definitely have seen them, right? Do you want to hear them? This um, is how I thought long and hard about this all week now. Go on. Number five. Right. Any of the Halloweens. Mm-hmm. I presume it's the original one. What's the Halloween? That- the one where there's two children and they're running around looking for each other for the whole film and your man, Michael Myers, is coming in with the mask on him. Right. And he has a knife and a slash hook and I tell you, he's not afraid to use the ray. <laughs> Kendi's number five. What happens to the two children? Uh, they oh. lose each other at the county fair at the end of us. Right. Uh, sorry, the county final at the end of us. <laughs> <laughs> What's yeah. number four? Number four is Paranormal Activity. Oh, I have seen this. Do you want to know why now? I that, do know why. That changed the game. I was nearly going to put in number four, the Blair Witch Kendi, right? Right. With the whole handheld camera job. Seen that too. But Paranormal Activity changed that game in the horror film game, didn't it? It changed it in the way that I haven't watched the horror movie since. Because it's too real, you see. Oh, yeah. And the fact that it's old cameras set up in the kitchen and all that. Mm-hmm. And I'd be thinking now, oh, anytime I hear a bang in this house, I go, Jesus, qu- Granny's back, she's in the cupboard, I knew it. But the house has never been haunted, though. Like, your house has never been haunted. Well, I hope not. Yeah. Did you ever hear haunted houses when you were a kid, no? Oh, yeah. Like, is there ha- haunted houses around Ballina? Well, there wouldn't be haunted houses. Well, actually, there was one on the way to Castlebar. And I think, I don't know, was it haunted? It was just everybody told me it was haunted. Right. So I automatically thought... Which that's haunted. Yeah, but that's so. what happened, you see. It is hearsay. Hmm. People go around and say, well, your man died there and he yeah. hung himself out in the yeah. back kitchen. So uh, there was one in Williamstown, which is technically County Galway, but just five minutes outside Cassery mm-hmm. on the way in. My friend Thomas Lynn used to say, that's the haunted house. Right. There's and- one out in Loch Lynn. On the way out, and it is above in a hill. Are we doing your top five movies now? Or are the top five haunted houses top in five and around Cassery? Top five haunted houses in <laughs> Right? Yeah, right. There's one out there and it's up on a big hill. And then the third one isn't supposed to be haunted, man, but I'm not going back into it again, let me tell you. What happened? After I heard what happened. What? There's a wee undertaker's... I won't say who owns it now. There's mm-hmm. a wee undertaker's house, right? Outside Cassery, right? And I went there for a party one time. A party? Right? A fella had bought it. <laughs> right. Tis, it used to be actually where the undertaker would lay out the bodies. Mm. The undertaker hung himself up in the back room. Jesus. And I was in there going, why am I here to become a Hollywood blockbuster? <laughs> They're going to write Conjuring stories about Kendi. Which leads me to number three, Ray. Right. The Conjuring. I haven't seen that one. What's oh, that, that is a belter. A more about people getting the exercises and all that. Oh, exercising. Not like Ram. Like a different kind of thing. <laughs> different kind of exercising. Different kind of exercising. Right. Yeah, that one is scared the tits you. Right. Because it has the modern technology you see involved in it. That uh, it's all about jumps. They're the ones that get me, the jumpy ones. You know, the, the ones where go, ones. what the fuck? Uh, yeah, I can't do that. Oh, there's a woman in the mirror. Oh, there's a woman in the mirror. Is that I, not the ring? Ha, the no, woman in the mirror. No, she's coming out of the well. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that, that's a good one too, but it's not even, it's, it's not, not there. It's not in your top five. Number two for Halloween films, Hocus Pocus. Oh, the one, the easy remember? going one. That's a belter. That's a very good one. Isn't that a big change of pace though? No, but I like that one. That is a belter. I no, like the, the witches. cat. Yeah the, yeah, the cats go crack, but the, the teeth. Was nice. The teeth on the women used to scare me now when I was a kid. <laughs> Do you want to hear what number one is, Ray? One. Scariest film of all time, without a shadow of a doubt. Right. Cheaper by the dozen. What? <laughs> What's that? That fella had 12 kids, man. <laughs> it's that That's horse. Steve Martin, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Where Steph- he has 12 kids. Stefan Warchin. Yeah. Man, that is the scary... 12 kids! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Ray. I like that now. I can't, think about, I can't think of that scarier than that. <laughs> Did you manage to watch it all? I couldn't, man. <laughs> 
Did they come? Did, oh, they did were trying to feed them. Did and he they have were... them all at the start of the film, or yeah, were they the, all there at the start? I actually can't even remember. All I know, he's trying to feed them. He's trying to clothe them. He's oh Jesus! I'm actually terrified now, even speaking about this. Jesus, honest to God. So that's Kennedy's top. That's, that's Kennedy's top five horror films. Yeah. Now here we go. I got myself a present. I feel like we had new present. You got yourself a present. Yeah. You're blinding <laughs> me with all the content you have this Come week. Come here. Wait, bear with me now, Ray. Right. Back in the 90s, mm-hmm. you may have had a pair of these. Now, I don't know mm. if you did or not. You might right. have had fair high top ones. Right. What did you get? Huh. A shoe. You uh, didn't go and buy yourself a pair of Dr. Martens. On Dr. Warchins. So you got rid of the old Temple Moore shoe that you'd bought yeah, cheap and pennies. the fake Dr. Warchins. Oh, and I got, got the... Doctor. Look at that. Look at that for a boot. <laughs> Look at that. See, people can't see this at home. Oh, we put up a picture of it, don't worry. But in fairness, it reminds me of um, most shoes I would have seen in school. Yes, they're kind of like school shoes, to be honest. That is the school shoe. It's, it's a Dr. Martin. Uh, shouldn't be a high top. Should be like a shoe shoe. Yeah. And the only thing that differentiates it from any other shoe like it is the yellow owl stitcher on yeah, the Yeah, that's how. The, and the big phrase that always goes with someone who buys a pair of Dr. Martins, right? What's that? Oh, Jess, they'll last you 20 years. They probably will. You'll never resold them. Mm. You'll never resole That's them. That's because it's about twelve inches of sole on them. There is a to be taller. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's in about ten years, like that'll be whittled down to about three inches of sole. That's an inch heel. Huh? That's an inch high heel. Oh, it is. Yeah, Kendi, I'm six foot three now. Oh, that's very good. They don't look very comfy though. They're very hard. Oh, they're very comfy. Are they? Yeah, I tried on the real classic. Uh, on Duck Door War Jeans and uh, Duck Door Jeans <laughs> and uh, they were they were Sounds not comfortable. Tis all right, throw her up there, man. Should that joke could survive Anton? <laughs> Thrive over it now with the That'll survive a fall off a three foot bed. No bother at all. So that was, uh, it was good to be safe this week, Ray. Um, what did the cost you much? Do you know, I, I only want to tell you. Go on, tell me. Okay, £190. Get a, no way. I swear to God. But you're the last no, 20 no, years. Hold on now a second. The last whoa, 20 years. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Are you joking me? No, I'm not joking you. You spent €190 on a pair of not even high top Dr. Martin. I know, so why, why wouldn't I? Sure, they'll, they'll do everything. Was that because you, you saved money on the hostel last week? <laughs> Is that no, what that's about? I won pound on a horse this week, actually. <laughs> you did, did you? I did. I won good pound on a horse now. I'm not telling you, though, no. You'll be ringing Kendi for tips. How much did you get? Huh? Oh, it was a big, it was a big week for the Kendi family winning money. Go on. Oh, that's a great story. No. It's Tuesday. Yeah. You have news. I know. So oh, like, now, can, we tell, can you tell the story of this? That, well, let, let's tell us, and if we have to bleep out names <laughs> or money won, we'll do that. But if you don't hear bleeps, then it's okay. Why? Oh, yeah. I see what you mean. Do you know what I mean? It must have went well than so. But, but can Do you we, not know? I don't know how much was got. Oh, my God. I can't wait to tell you yeah, then. Well, tell the folks at home how this all came about. So, listen. The Kendys have come into their luck this week, right? I won £90 on a horse, right? Things were all? looking up. Yeah, £90. It's nearly half what the boot was. <laughs> right, okay. Perfect. Sound. I also bought myself a night jacket, so it's... Anyway. Okay. <laughs> I fucking lost money. Right, okay. On a horse. <laughs> But you look well. <laughs> well. I look all the better for it. Mm. Right? <laughs> Go on, collect yourself. This is where the beat might be in or might not be in. We're going to ring him about this and see if we can tell the show. My brother, Joey, right. goes in last Tuesday, right? And he's to do the lottery. He wants it to do the It was regular day. shop, yeah. Not? Yeah, yeah. Well, he goes into a shop at Kilkagan to do but the lottery. It's the regular shop. As okay. in, he's gone in before. Yeah, this is where he does them. Yeah, mm. there's a different fellow behind the counter. He always does his daily millions in mm. there. So he says to your man, give me two lines mm-hmm. for the Daily Millions. Chop them out. Right? And this fellow, who was obviously his first day, uh, says, yeah, no bother at all. And he hands Joey out two Teddy Bingo tickets. Yeah. And Joey is too typically Irish awkward to go, that's not what I asked for. I asked that, for it. That's what you do. You just say, thanks. Joey goes, yep. Cheers. Perfect, right? 
And then all of a sudden, then Friday, so one of them's for Friday, one of them's for Tuesday. Yeah. And Friday comes around and he hears, like, yeah. Teddy Bingo thing. And he says, Oh, gee, I better check those two tickets that your man gave me, the Aegis. What's the team tune again? Of Teddy, Teddy Bingo. T- Tuesday night. Teddy it's the fella who dresses not as a fella. That's the But nowadays, I watched it this morning, he's dressed as a fella again. Right. He used to dress not as a fella, now he's a fella. He used to dress as a girl. Yeah. Mm. So, so anyway, <laughs> Friday, Joyce, there's nothing. Yeah. He scans the ticket on his wee app, there's nothing. Coming up to the Tuesday one, he scans his ticket and the ticket says, please get in touch right now. How excited would you be? And Joey was going, what the? He get, Joey gets in touch with a mm-hmm. ticket that he didn't want. Yeah. And they say, how's it going, Joey? At half 12 yeah. on Tuesday afternoon, we are going to be ringing you mm. and you will be on the show in and, with the chance. And Garan- bingo. Guaranteed to win a thousand, in with a chance of winning ten thousand oh, euro. Good. All you have to do is pick three, but the colour of three balls in a row, and then that's it done. Did Joey spend the weekend at bingo local gigs <laughs> trying to learn how to play? He was counting cards in St. Anne's. Yeah, they're actually investigating them now, like for the <laughs> counting bingo balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So anyway, Joey's on this morning. Well, today is Tuesday, by the way, folks. Yeah, today is Tuesday. We left it off late. Yeah, so Joey's on this afternoon, right? Yeah. He said for the last two days he mm-hmm. has picked what he's going to go. He's going to go white, black, black. Right. right, that's the guess he's going to go for. Yeah, he gets on the show. Obviously, there's eighty-year-old women up and down the country going, "Who's this young fella on the television?" Also, right, they put a picture up of Joy. I don't know where they got this, Ray, but I was going, "Nicola, are we watching Teddy Bingo or Crime Watch?" It looks like, it looks like your man on the Teddy Bingo is about to say, "So it happened at half two last night." If anyone has any information, please, please contact Kilmovey Garda Station. Yeah, please. if you yeah, with any information at all. <laughs> mm. That's exactly what it looks like. Or it looks like he's going in to get a passport photo. And he said, no, no, daddy, don't pick so that one. So it was just his voice and a photo of him. A photo, yeah. On Crime Watch. Yeah, right. on Crime Watch, mm. Teddy Bingo. And uh, Joey goes on. He says, I have my white, black, black, white, black, black. Did he Did he even say hello? Or did he just go white, black, black? No, no, they asked him a lot of questions. How are you caping? How's things? Did he have any funny answers? Was he nervous? Was he all right? No, he just like... I, Were you proud of him? Uh, it was weird to hear it. He was on telly like. Yeah, it was weird to hear it on the telly. And Bingo. The picture up and everything. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. First ball out, white. Lovely. Joey says lovely, guaranteed then 2,000. Class. Second ball out, black. Marvellous. Guaranteed five. Jesus, don't tell me. He Third ball the... out, black. No 10,000 euro on a ticket that he did not want. How unbelievable is that? He won 10,000, I won 90. The Kendys are flying this week. Buddy. So he has a lot more than you, than a pair of Doc Martens. Well, he can buy himself a pair of Doc Martens now and you That's won't be saying, did you spend that? Yeah, it's unbelievable. You know it? what he's going to do with all that money? Go on. Spend it on guitars. He's going to spend it straight on guitars. All the guitars in the world. Yeah. Fair play to you, Josie. Well, fair, yes. That's loads of great news there so far. Didn't it? Cheers, we're buzzing on this Halloween Eve. Speaking of buzzing. Go on. I got Have, one. You got a buzz. I know, I didn't get a buzz. What do you mean? Didn't we say? Didn't we say? Did I? Did you get mail? I got mail. Ping in the doer. In the doer this morning. No way. Jesus, is the greatest smile coming my face. No way. I'm I'm delighted. Go on. So Sorry, week, Buzzy got mail. You mean? Last week, um, we announced that, and this is the funny thing. I also got some feedback. Right. Um, people who now listen to the podcast don't remember who Buzzy was. <gasps> no way. That's how bad it's got. That there, people who know who Buzzy is are now. OGs, right? What OGs? What's original gangsters? Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. So you you're an OG listener to the podcast. If if you, you know, know who Buzzy, Buzzy is, is. If you've done your Buzzy homework. Yeah, you know what we're talking about. If you don't know who Buzzy is, you have to go back to the earlier episodes. Yeah. So last week we um we asked people to send in their request for Buzzy to come back on the show. 
to Buzzy's address, Buzzy Ganyon, G-A-N-N-I-O-N, at 26 Chapel Street, Sligo. That's That's right. That's Buzzy's townhouse. That's Buzzy's townhouse. Buzzy's townhouse, Buzzy also has a country house. That's right. And the country house is out the country. That's right. And where's Mm. the townhouse? Townhouse in the town. All right, okay, perfect. Mm. I'm with you, so. (laughs) So this morning... Because I went over to check the post for him in the townhouse. I had to keep an eye on the townhouse. <laughs> you do, yeah. You know? Ray just tidied up. There's a few yeah. bits around the place. Bit of painting. the plants, you know, yeah. feed the goldfish. That's right. Bit of painting. Bit of painting. So I just came in this morning and it's, it's, it's definitely a Galway postcard. Oh, oh the Clada. Yeah. The Clada so I'm going to read it. Dear Buzzy, I'm a big fan of both yourself and the Kendi and Raybo podcast. I have really enjoyed all the uh, episodes. Especially the ones that you have featured in. No. That's a big fan. No, that is a big fan. Please, could you return to the podcast and ask the lads uh, some important questions like, who is Sean's O'Reilly? <laughs> so we're instantly dealing with someone who is not from the town. So we don't know this person 100%. We, I don't think this person know, and this person obviously maybe doesn't know us. Yeah, okay. So would you like to answer that question? Sean's O'Reilly is a friend of Kendi and Ray's. Yeah. Uh... He is a popular boy. Because mm. uh, he's a drummer. With a certain gender. Stop. Probably both genders. Stop it. He is a drummer. Drummer. A fine drummer. Fine drummer. And he's from Calvin. He's from Calvin. And he's good crack. Yeah. And if you meet somebody, probably say, who's it going? Mm. Who's the good dog? Who's the, <laughs> the fucking mm. thing? Huh? Where do you live? Um, so the next thing moves on. Then, uh, is there any Instagram young ones in the Connacht Ulster region safe? <laughs> I don't know, does this refer back to Sean's O'Reilly or you? No, probably me. Uh, not with are, the ra- they, are they asking to safe to interact with? What do you mean, like? Well, I don't know. Are they asking for, this could be a hint. So there's a couple of questions, there's a couple of ways that question could be. Right. They could be saying, uh, is there anyone safe with me looking at them? Yep. Or is there probably any... That's probably the way it is. Yeah, yeah, or is there any of them actually safe to go chat to? Yeah. So he's asked me the status of the nation. Or she. He or she is mm. asking me the status of the nation. Yeah. Uh, the way I would say is that I don't know anything about what young ones are doing nowadays. No. I haven't. You do pretend. And I also. To know. How do I pretend to know? You do pretend to know. How? Because through your through your commentary on this podcast. Yeah, but in... Ter- oh, yeah. As in, that's like my outside observation. I'm like David Attenkendi when it comes to looking at the young ones. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like if you did a docu-series where you just went around nightclubs of Ireland mm. and let me be the David Attenkendi voiceover of us... Yeah. And to see their mating rituals and their cocaine rituals and their drinking rituals and their and how they dress and how they conduct themselves. If that's the question that person is asking, if they're asking, is there any young one safe with Kendi going round? Well, refer to what I just said. I want to follow them round nightclubs and comment <laughs> on them. So probably not. No. I would say. Did Ming ever put a roof on the outdoor pool in Calgary? He, he, he didn't. He, he tried didn't. his best, but I think the county council and the government were saying, what do you want about Castlery, man? That's a, it's a prison. Right. We're not putting a roof on a pool. Okay. More importantly, how is Bintang? I am starting to worry. That's yours, mate. That That's is mine. You. Bintang, I was only talking to him there two days ago. Were you? Bintang is keeping very well. He's taking over. Taking over like a Moses heart. Lovely. He's flat out back there in Bali, entertaining all the other Western guests that do come to visit. Lovely. Yeah. So it's not just you. No, it's not just me. He's like one of those Thai brides. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Did you ever hear the stories of the boys that to go over? No, go on. The boys that to go over to Thailand or Vietnam or whatever, and they have a missus over there, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the missus is delighted just to get a good lifestyle for the three weeks that she, and whatever she has to do to maintain that So you're telling me this is an actual thing. This is a real thing, boy. Fellas in Ireland, I know some of them, have missuses abroad in Thailand. My eyes got very wide there now. Yeah. Do you even know people? To this, do this is true as Kendi is here sitting beside you. Do they have wives you. here in this country? 
Some no, they'd be divorced, like or whatever, or maybe oh. never married. Okay. Like whether it's an act or not, I don't know. If anyone knows anything of this, tell me, Kendi, you're talking through your backside. <laughs> right? Right. Because I you might be going, I'm I'm actually into that pure, like you don't know anything about it. But mm. from the outside looking in, what it looks like to Kendi, through his observational David Atten Kendi eyes, is that it's fellas going over two or three times a year. Mm-hmm. And this woman you know, gets a nice lifestyle for a month or two and maybe a few pounds. Mm-hmm. And she goes, yeah, of course we're in love. Mm. And then he says, I know we're in love. And then they both almost pretend they're in love. And or that, perhaps he thinks they really are. And that works. And that works for loads of people. And look, who's Kendi saying about us? If that's what's working for you, that's great. Yeah, but that is a real thing, Ray. So Bintang is like a Thai bride abroad He's in my Thai bride. You went over to him once a year and he said, Ray, you're my best friend. <laughs> And you said, of course we are. And now you're writing to him the whole time. And that, But so there's another Joe Soap gone over to him now and he's saying, Roger, you're right, my best enough, friend. Enough of that now. That's kind of hurtful. <laughs> um, uh, this person looks forward to listening to the podcast every week and continued success, success to the Kendi and Raybo. Stay happy. There's a, there's a pair of kisses on the end of it. Oh! It is, by the way, it's, it's, oh, it's a fella. Buzzy Ganyan, care of Kendi and Raybo, member of Hot Fuss, uh, Ireland's number one premier wedding band. Ah! Oh! So clearly this must have been written ages ago. Because <laughs> <laughs> this is wrong. No, they, or maybe they, they just appreciate it. Yeah, you. they're probably voting, I'd say, yeah. next year to get us. Look, whoever that was, fair play to you. Yeah. We appreciate it massive. If anyone else wants to send some stuff in... And generally just send get me it smiling. In. Yeah, we're going to hang that up in a room now, man. No, we're going to give it to Buzzy. Sorry, I'm going to wear it around my neck. We're going to give it to Buzzy. Oh, we're going to give it to Buzzy so and try and get him. Back. Get him. Yeah, yeah, try and get Buzzy back. Yeah. Get Buzzy back, lads, is the new campaign. Hashtag get Buzzy back. <laughs> Let's get the buzz back on. Uh, fair play to you, that was, that was, be- was marvellous. Oh, come here. What? We never we haven't been talking since we went last week, have we? To what? To the blind boy. We didn't go, We didn't talk about blind boy. No, we didn't talk about that. So Sligo Live is on this week, lads. Actually, it's just finished. Mm. It's just finished as we speak. Uh, Ten days of marvellous like music, entertainment, shows, all kinds of crack in all kinds of different venues. Mm-hmm. I believe Anderson's Tremendous Events... Center. Anderson's Tremendous Event Centre hosted Manny's, some shows. Manny's a show. It did host yeah. some shows. Fair I, play to I it. did have, it was one show I went to. Go on, what you go to? In that I went to see Wild Youth. In Anderson's Tremendous Event Centre? I did. What a perfect venue for a band like Wild Youth. Twice. Ray, can I ask you a better question? Mm-hmm. Who are Wild Youth? <laughs> I'm glad you asked me that question. Wild Youth are quite an upcoming band. That sounds like I was like trying to spur you on to tell people. Yeah. I don't know genuinely is what no, I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I know you don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I went to see them. Wild Youth, uh, on, you get them on the radio a lot. Right. Now, lovely boys. Right, good boys. Lovely guys. Right. And they've good songs. Lovely, perfect. And I bought, I purchased tickets to go see them. Brilliant. And I went to see them. Cave Aid. Uh, 18 something. 18 something, almost four fivers. Yeah, almost four fivers. Yeah. I was very disappointed. Wait, no, we can't talk about it. <laughs> I was very disappointed. What? They didn't play long enough. What to play for? About 45 minutes. Ah, come out of it, lads. Them boys have never done a wedding in their life. <laughs> Try keeping people dancing for two and a half hours with the hose go fucks. I thought they were stopped for teas and coffees. They weren't. <laughs> they did. They come on See, sometime after 11 o'clock. Right. And they were done by midnight. No way. Yeah. Okay, that that is very, I have to say that's very short. That's I, very short. I presume they had the reasoning for us. They haven't any more songs. Yeah, are they not long in the game? Ah, they're not long in the game. But throwing out a couple of covers or something. Yeah, maybe. Do you know, play a bit of Sweet Home and a Kendi? Yeah, do a bit of Gower Girl or something. Maybe do oh. a waltz. What's wrong with a waltz? Throw in a waltz. Do the Black Velvet Band, lads, or the Red Rose Cafe. Country bands in there every weekend playing that sort of stuff. It's down the street. They want to have a chat with Mike Denver. (laughs) He'll tell you how K people go on for two and a half hours, lads. I was just so sad because I wanted to see a bit more than 45 minutes. 
Right, well, was it good? Were they good for the 45 minutes? You oh, said they were. fair good now, yeah. You you're yeah. just... You, I just went off the stage and I went, where are you gone? You felt like it was maybe a 9.85 kind of, uh, you know, maybe <laughs> £9.85. It was definitely €9.85, I'll tell you. That's for fucking sure. That's but, all they're doing. But I wouldn't mind if they told people, lads, we're going to do 45 minutes. Yeah. But we're not going to charge you for it. But maybe they're, I don't know. Well, maybe they weren't charging for it. I was a fan that was disappointed. Right, okay. Well, it's okay to vent that, Ray. Yeah. I wouldn't... I Like, I think you should vent that. Yeah. Perhaps they'll get a longer set as time goes on. The Odd Sox, local band, they were on the Friday night. Brilliant. They played it's all two and a half hours. Of course they did. Should the boys know? <laughs> Them boys have been doing this for a long time. Yeah. And Says uh, he, Michael, keep a ticking, boy. Don't be stopping on that base. <laughs> you keep hitting that bump, bump, and we'll keep following you. We did go to the Blind Boy podcast. Yeah, we went to the Blind Boy podcast. I brought you for your birthday. You did. Ray didn't know he was bringing me for my birthday. Oh, I forgot completely. He just so happened to buy tickets that were on my birthday. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And I was like, oh, lovely. He brought me for a birthday, and then Ray said, your birthday. Yeah, and then I also made you buy all the pints. I bought the pints then, yeah. <laughs> 35 euros worth of pints. Ray's birthday present to me was I got to buy him pints. <laughs> Out in Which was just brilliant. Hmm. But uh, the Blind Boy podcast definitely wasn't 40 minutes, right? 45 minutes. No, he went on for about three hours. Three hours? Yeah. <laughs> he went on. A solid three hours. He stopped for an interval as well. He did, yeah. He stopped for tea. Yeah. yeah. And we got pints again. I have to say. Who, who bought the pints, right? Did you I buy the pints? You bought the pints. <laughs> okay. But come here now and tell. I have to say, the man's mind is unbelievable. Hmm. He's the sharpest book ever. He's very quick. I came up with a very good joke at that show. Did you? Didn't I? What'd you come up with? Didn't I? What was the joke about the, about, it was about the Ireland's ancient past and about, you know, Maeve, Queen Maeve, here she'd be famous around Sligo, she's buried up in a big hill. That's right. In a pile of stones. Nine. And um, they, they were talking about that and there was a joke then and I said something about Fulloch's fears. What did you say about Fulloch's fears? You don't remember it. Did I turn to you and go, that, that might very, be the best joke I've ever heard? Yeah, that's what happened. How have I forgotten it then? How, how come we've forgotten the joke? Do you know it? Um, no. Oh my Something god! Something about microwaves. Did they have microwaves or ovens or? Oh yeah, that's right. If they were around today, they'd bring out a, a Foreman's, George Foreman's. Oh, that's right. And you said they call it the Fulham Fiat. Yeah. <laughs> it's not as good when you oh, say it's it the second time. It's really terrible. I'm sitting um, there going, "We'll have to delete all of this." Bit. Look, if we can give anyone any advice who wants to start a podcast and perhaps go down the comedy route, make sure you refer to a moment that you thought was really funny and build it up loads. And then say it again. It'll that will land. I promise you that. <laughs> and then watch it fall in its face. If I die tomorrow, lads, let that be what I remember it for. You know what I mean? But I have to hand it to Blind Boy Man. He so he had a, a lady up. Annie West. Annie Yorks, right? <laughs> no, Annie West. Annie West. And she is a cartoonist and illustrator. Annie West is. From uh, no, no, she's uh, she's a woman who's been in the gym for fourteen days straight. And she's wondering, is there any wish at all? Or can I feckin... <laughs> Often mad one. This is getting going bad to worse. <laughs> <laughs> any chance of a wish? <laughs> can I keep going? Uh, she's an illustrator. Yeah. And she works with the Ortiz. She'll be so, causing a can, yeah. That's right. That's now, right. a better one again. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Listen, <laughs> if you keep hitting bad jokes, lads out there, if you want to start your own podcast, you want to get on the comedy roost, if you keep hitting bad jokes, keep trying. I promise it won't get worse and worse as the day goes on. Let that be proof to you is all out there now. What are we going to say about her? They both worked with RG, which is pretty much what they talked about for three hours. <laughs> he read a little snippet of a story. He did. And then they chat, but it was a great chat, like, I have to say. Yeah. Uh, I found myself, uh, like, enthralled by it. Hmm. And, you were enjoying it. Yeah, like, and it's weird because when I look at Blind Boy, I think, what are you at, man, doing this weird laid back 
podcast and getting all political, why don't you smoke fags with Mr. Chrome and do videos again on YouTube so I can laugh? Mm-hmm. You know, and then if that's the route he wants to go down, you know, that's no, no skin off Kendi's Mickey. It, like, that's what he wants to do. Like, yeah. uh, And I found myself a little bit uh, apprehensive about going into the thing. I was a bit like, oh, I don't know if I'm into this. Well, did you enjoy it afterwards? I really did enjoy it. Yeah. He's a very intellectual individual. He made you laugh a number of times. There are certain things I wouldn't agree with that he says, but that's okay too. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to. No. He made me laugh loads of times. Certain things I say you don't agree with. Huh? Yeah. And we yeah. hang around. And that's part, yeah, just yeah, about. Yeah, part and uh, Just about. <laughs> the logistics of Sligo Live, no more than Tierney trying to do the comedy festival, must be a nightmare because they have about 20 venues in town that are running gigs. And they're running gigs all day long. Yeah. So fair play to those organisers. I don't know who you are. I know Willie Kelly's one of them. And Rory. Willie by... Who? Rory. Rory, fair yeah. play to you because that is tough organised, man. Yeah. Come here. I have a bit. Go on. I have a bit prepared. Go on, hit me. Um, are you familiar with the rapper Cardi B? Cardi B. Cardi B. Cardigan. Are you familiar with her? Uh, I know of Cardi B. Like, I know what it is. Right. It's a, it's a, a black lady with a big hoop and mm-hmm. she spits. You're calling it it. Why are you calling it it? Um, because I'm not sure how much of her is a real part. Right. So there's there's a certain time, Ray, when you get so much work done on your body that the balance goes from being a person over to an object. Right. And when your arse is full plastic and your face is full plastic and your cans are full plastic, you're actually pushing the ball over 60-40 towards being... I really hope Something Cardi else. B isn't listening to this. It's very oh, yeah, Cardi B is saying. definitely. What are you on about, boy? She is plastic. Why could she get upset? She has to go, yeah, fair point. I, just, I, just, I, I think I'd find that kind of. Did she used hurtful. to be a stripper or a prostitute? I don't know. You're supposed to call them sex workers nowadays, by the way. You can't say prostitute. I don't know. She, I, I thought she was a nice girl that just got into a bit of song right now. No, I think she used to be a stripper. Oh. You've uh, done more research on this than I have. No, because I was listening to a Joe, Junkie Joe Rogan podcast and someone was on about her, I think. What, should we listen to some of her lyrics? All right, go on, hit me so with have you. some of her lyrics. Sorry, by the way, I've never heard her music before. Oh, this never, is Never, never, never. So. I don't right, know what you're, this is. You're, you're I, like, is she like Nicki Minj? Is she like, she's a bit like Nicki Minj. Lovely. Um, wait, let's see now, have I got it here? I think it's this one. Um, if you're on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, you are not going to hear this next section. Oh, so, oh, that's the other thing. If you're on YouTube, ladies and gentlemen, you're not going to hear the actual song, but... Some friends of ours pulled together a version of the song and we'll put that in instead. Oh, lovely. Okay. So, so you're going to be worse for O.A.R., but you probably get the better job. Mm. Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. This is Bodak Yellow. Yes. Enjoying it so far? Shaggy. I just feel like Shaggy should be in it. She, she sings Cardi B. Oh. Right. Enjoying it? can fuck with me if you wanted to these expensive these is red bottoms these is bloody shoes hit the score i can get them confused posh mouth and i'm quick the first you words were bitching so don't get flip. comfortable look i don't dance now i make money move you're bopping. Yeah, I feel like I want to bust a cap in somebody. Is that what it does? <laughs> yeah. Overcoming me. Yeah. Would you like to go downtown Ray and bust a cap in somebody with me? So you 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 you've got an idea of that there now. Yeah, I get yeah. Right. It did jazz me up, man. I want to get involved in some gangland crime. Okay. I don't know how it does that. It's like the first time I ever watched Eight Mile. I was like, let's go down the town kicking the heads of someone. Come on! <laughs> Now, this is this is my idea brought on from a young lady by the name of Megan. Megan. Megan came up with the idea that um, such songs as Cardi B. Right. And that song there, Bodak Yellow. Bodak Yellow. Imagine if they got, uh, if, the, if she hadn't grown up where she grew up. 
Where did she grow up? Well, she grew up somewhere over in the Melch. Right, okay. Right? Probably impoverished. You I wouldn't would, say that now. No, I, yeah, you don't want to jump to conclusions. <laughs> but <laughs> but my, bottom line, that's what shaped her songwriting. That's right. <laughs> but, so watch it, Big Tom. Go on, keep right, going. So imagine if, she was, imagine if she had grown up in Ireland. Right. Right, basically is what we're saying. Okay. Megan postulated this. Right. Right, she said, imagine if she'd huh. grown up in Ireland. Right, okay. What would this music sound like? Okay. Right, and we have it. Oh, right, okay. I thought you were going to ask me to do it. No, I farmed it out. Oh, lovely. What would you think it'd be like? I thought it'd be like smoking JP Blue round the back of me old lady's house. That kind of stuff, you know what right, I mean? Right. Huh? Okay. Dipping silage, falling in, running round, jumping bales. That kind of stuff. Right, well, you've changed the lyrics. You've kind of stuck with the same musical style. Oh, you reckon they well, might change the style? I think they might, st- if they were Irish, they might change the style, they might stick with the lyrics. I think you're not giving the Irish half enough credit, Ray. Well, I think we're well capable of writing gangster rap. <laughs> So um, we got a very talented um, p- pair of individuals okay. um, to reimagine what Cardi B would sound like if it was here in Ireland. Lovely. In Ireland. Hit me. Right. And this is now um, Only a Woman Can Fuck With You. <laughs> it's the long-awaited <laughs> debut single of Moira B. Ooh. And it's available to purchase in all good cassette shops as we speak. So Lovely. We Hit us. Right. Oh, that nice. That's more suited now. Isn't that better? Oh, way better. Mara B. Because she just come in with that. Mara B. Shoot. Yeah. Send little bitch. You can't fuck with me. Oh, way better. <laughs> if you wanted to. <laughs> These expenses. No. Isn't that marvellous? That's way better. Hit the store. Hit the yeah, store. hit the store. Can't get him <laughs> Don't wanna choose. You don't have to choose. So what do you think? I'll tell you what now. That's a lot better. Dying quick. Are they doing it so only a woman's heart could be? Yes. <laughs> I'm gonna stop that there now. Can I? Can I? Uh, one. The main observation on that Ray, is is what? And there's a good point now to be made here. Yeah. It takes the sting out of us. It definitely does. Ray, it takes the sting out of it, doesn't it? it? Absolutely there's does. There's something about that dubstep, yo, gangster rappy beat, Ray, and the hippity hop. The Irish tune will take the sting out of us. Absolutely. You can run any gangster rap to an Irish ballad and it'll take the sting clean out of it no more than the bee stinging you on the arm and drop it dead in front of you. There was another one and this mightn't work, says I. Have you heard of Post Malone? I know who Post Malone is. You do? He has a face covered in tattoos, right? He drinks Guinea down below in the Temple Bar and sings the old triangle. <laughs> That's true as God. You think? That's what he does, sure. That's what he does. I saw videos of him doing this. And then he writes some gangster rap. Right. I'll no more you. than the rest of them. So, here's a bit of Post Malone. Right? Gangster beat. Pure gangster beat. Let's put some caps for it. Come on. Hubcaps. Hubcaps. What? That's it. That's it. I'm telling you. Jesus, man. It's rotten. What happened to the Beatles? Like, nice, easy going lyrics. What happened to Elvis and all the boys and the Queens? The nice bit of a chorus now. Crazy little thing. Oh, no, maybe not. Bitch. Someone's kind of coming and going. Sugar. 
hat Bushaki told them. Sugar! He's not a bad lad, though. I know I do enjoy Porsche Malone as a gentleman. There's a nice bit of a chorus. All right? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. No for that. Uh, there's a bit of uh, singing in that there. I like that. Yeah. Here's the Christy Moore version. <laughs> it's a completely different crew to this one now, obviously. There's a similar, similar approach. It's a different, same crew we hold. No, I think Christy sounds a whole lot it's more sinister there now. I don't think it does at all. When your man said Dickie, when your man said William, yeah. there was there was a ooh. When he says William, wait till this. Some bad vocals. I'll tell you what, that's going to be some album, man. Yeah. That is going to go straight to, uh, you know, Circle K bin inside the door. <laughs> you know? But you can imagine the actual compilation. Irish country stars reimagine uh, rap singles yeah. from America. <laughs> and on the front cover, it'll say, we'll take the sting out of us. We'll take the sting out of us. Yeah, exactly. Now. That's good. That'll go a long way, that stuff, man. That's good. Any other old crack from the week, no? I have one bit of stuff. I was at another wedding. I completely forgot to ask you about us. Yeah, it's all right. It's going to be quick. I completely forgot to ask you about us. It's a fantastic date. Shking. Shking got married. Shking is gone. Shking is gone. He's gone now. Yeah. Siobhan now, we call the two of them. Oh, that's very good. Sean and Yvonne. Come yeah. up now. Yeah, they're like the new, uh, whatever the hell they call the, the, the passion the vex mm. or whatever. Mm. Yeah. But they got yeah. married above in Kildare. Right. And it was in a massive big castle. Lovely. And it was class. Every, every shking needs his castle. Wow. Oh my god, I love I love myself. <laughs> I absolutely love me. <laughs> anyway, sure the typical old stuff was a Saturday, went up to Kildare, went to this wedding, and there was one of the lads, he had a lot of friends over from Scotland. Is King from Scotland? No, King is not from Scotland. Right. He is from uh Cross Malina. Right, but what does King have to do with Scotland? King uh, went to college in, in Scotland. King went to college in Scotland. Scotland, yeah. So King was in Scotland for a long time. He was indeed, and he right. met some people. King met some people in Scotland, and King's people came over as mad. This is like ten or twelve years ago, and they've all come over to the wedding. No way. eight or nine of them. That's brilliant. But one of the lads was named Pete. Right. Pete has a marvelous mustache. Oh, Petey! <laughs> Pete has a marvelous mustache. I must ask him about us, Ray, <laughs> sometime. I must ask him. Yes, yeah, I must see. Yeah. Anyway, Pete. I must ask you about that thing in your face there, Pete. Uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway. Well, you might get a chance. Because at the wedding, I says to Pete, I says, what are you doing now are you for the rest of the days when you're heading back to Scotland? Pete says to me, I'm off now for the week. Now, this is very typical Ray now that you want to hear this. You say, well, you're coming down to Sligo, says you, definitely. Yeah. 
Yeah, okay. I so invited Ray, him. Yeah. I had drink taken. But yeah, I, I said to him, and I don't remember saying it to him. That's the truth. You don't remember saying come I over? I don't remember inviting him down to Sligo. Is this like Father Stone and Father... <laughs> he just lands at the door no, the next day. He texts me this morning. He says, I'm coming. No way! Yeah, I get the train at 10 past five. I can't wait to see the moustache on him. There's some Ronnie boy, I'd say. Yeah, so Pete, he is coming. Pete is coming now for a few days, but I'm raging. Why? Because I'm going to have to entertain him. He's <laughs> <laughs> going to take a joke out of my week. You asked him, you bollocks. I'm supposed to be sitting at home editing this podcast tonight. Ah, uh, uh, come out. I'm going to bring that man for the dinner now. Is he here in Sligo now? No, he's coming in in an hour's time or no so. No way. Yeah. No way, Ray. You are so stupid. I don't know how long he's going to stay Listen, for either. I'm sure he won't leave for a month. It's not Father Stone we're talking about. It is Father Stone, Ray. He's going to do a painting of the Dewey. He's going to do a painting of the Dewey. That's the least of me worries. I wouldn't mind a painting of the Dewey, if I'm honest. Uh, nice moustache. Bring him out for mini golf. That's what you I do. do that's what he get, be the pitching post. That's the thing to do. Yeah, then he get let accused of Ray with the. <laughs> See, I'm working tomorrow. Don't be putting them on me now, man. I'm not minding Pete for the week. <laughs> what are you? What are you up to? Go away with you. I'm oh. not minding that fella for a week, boy. That not don't... a week. Would you take him tomorrow? I don't know. I'm going to run out of mustache questions, Ray. I'm going to ask him how he grooms and how often he trims us, and then we're going to sit beside each other. <laughs> and that'll be it. Man, the tension will be bad. <laughs> but you've noticed that you're not having anything tomorrow, yeah? I'm not minding Pete, man. <laughs> you invited him down, boy. I have to go to work. Ah, will you bring him to, to work? Be I can't bring him to work. The only thing down in Balina that's worth coming down to Balina for is if a better pennies in Sligo. You will then send that's them the down reason in there. people go to Balina. It's a bring a Pete to work day, Ray. <laughs> Tell them. <laughs> Did you bring your piece in, Siobhan? No, I brought mine. <laughs> that's him there. I can't bring you Pete to work. You must ask him about himself there. I can't bring Pete to work. And I can't bring him down. It's too long of a day to leave him in pennies. <laughs> He'll run out, man. He'll buy four two fifty t-shirts. That'll be it. He'll be done. He'll be ready, like. Yeah. What else? Like, what else can he can't do anything else, man? Oh my God! Do you man. know? Go down and look at the lads fishing in the river. Yeah, just, that's it. So he's going to be around Sligo, and I'm not going to be here till about six seven o'clock tomorrow evening. Oh man! And Sean's Riley is going to be out in the shed doing a bit of drumming. Right. So Sean wants the shed for twelve o'clock. Right. So you need to mind Pete. For how long? Till I get back from work. Seven hours. <laughs> But there's loads of things. What am I going to do, Pete Ray? Climb Knocknaray. Go up and see Maeve's grave. I'd kick the head of Knocknaray now in a second by if I get as far as you. Now, if it was Derek that was down, you'd be loving it. Uh, yeah. It. Yeah, but, okay. So it let, Let's fucking decide what the difference between Pete and Derek is. Derek is an old friend of mine who I know very well. He doesn't even have a moustache, Derek. <laughs> All right, the organist is out of it already. I'm going to try and... I'm going to have to touch in his moustache and shit, man. You can't put out a magnificent moustache in front of Kenzie's face. <laughs> I'm not fucking about to be for seven hours, but Just do it like this, you bring him out to Strand Hill. Bring him to Shells. Okay, another hour gone. Right. You, uh, right. Pick him up round about 12 o'clock from the right. house. Because you have the shit brown Skoda. Yeah, okay. He'd he loves this now. You'd be excited by that. <laughs> I, I guess. just see the Father Stone heading him now as he sits and says, Father Stone had a mustache. <laughs> Father, how have we not addressed that yet? Father Stone had a mustache. Like, is that what this fella looks like? <laughs> That's a bit like, is he like a sit- young Father Stone. Oh my God. Before he joined the priesthood. <laughs> Yeah. So you just bring him out to shells, he'll walk along the beach. Try to take him off your hands at seven o'clock. Wait a second, I can't believe I'm even like letting you <laughs> say what you have to say here. I am not minding. I was gonna say your friend. He's not even your friend, like <laughs> I know I'm through You Shking. don't know. I know I'm through Shking. I've met him maybe twice. Yeah, my God, Ray. <laughs> and you said, Come on down, he said no bother at all, but it's the moustache. It's, it's the moustache. It's the moustache. 
It, that's what's making me nervous is the moustache. But that's what made me want to bring him down. I just wanted to take him down so people like you could marvel at the moustache. I can't wait to see this moustache. I need you to walk him around the town. With the moustache. Yeah, and I hope people, if they've heard this on Wednesday and they see Pete. It, if you is... see Kendi with a bowed can, boy, <laughs> walk a by Kate's kitchen. Or if you see someone with an unbelievably pointy moustache. Right. Uh, just say, how's it going, Pete? This must be a magnificent motherfucker of a moustache, oh, right? it's boy. unbelievable. If it made you advise him down to Sligo for a week. <laughs> All I want. <laughs> That'd be the end of the episode. Listen, uh, that is kind of it. Uh, shout outs, Ray. Oh. I got one small shout out. It's not even my shout outs. Right. So when you and Nicola went out at the weekend, Nicola got cornered, right? Right. Walking into Wild Youth. Yeah. And some girl says to her, uh, I'm awful sorry. I don't mean to be fangirling. Oh, I remember this. But you're Nicola yeah. from the Kenny Rabo podcast. And I just wanted to say hello. Yeah. And Nicola is walking around here, man, like the bee's knees all week. And I'm saying, Nick, you're not the celebrity in this motherfucking chalk. We want to find out who that girl was. Right. Oh, so, you need her, you need her to contact us. Yeah, we need because Nicola, you know, wants to say fair play to you or something. We also have to say happy birthday to James O'Malley. Happy birthday, James O'Malley. Yeah, he was 38. That's right. Yeah. They brought him down for some man weekend in Galway or something, did they? Yeah, just loads of boys in the shower together. It was weird, Ray. <laughs> in a shower, it was a hot tub as well. In the it, was, Ray, it was weird, Ray. They were touching each other and everything. I don't know what kind of birthday party it was. It's a strange but they ju- birthday party. I know. That's how they do it that's up there, boy. Happy birthday, James O'Malley. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, that's it, Ray, is it? It is. All right, well then, let me say good luck. Good luck.